today on the Scott Thompson Show on 900 CHML. Lots to talk about in regard to uh, President Trump. Uh, Jim Acosta, CNN reporter, gets his uh, credentials back. Ivanka Trump apparently using email accounts that um, uh, are not uh, authorized. Uh, Trump's uh, thoughts on Saudi Arabia and pretty much ignoring at this point what his own CIA has to say. Let's bring in Dr. Anthony Neal, Department of Political Science, Buffalo State College, and on the line with us now. Thanks very much, Anthony, for taking the time. We appreciate this. How are you doing today? I'm doing well, and you? Oh, fine. Snow down there in Buffalo? Just a little bit. Not enough to make us nervous about anything, though. All right. Uh, let's first of all talk about the latest in regard to Ivanka Trump's emails. Uh, what is the story here, and, and is this anything similar to what uh, Donald Trump was talking about Hillary Clinton's emails? Uh, slightly similar. Uh, I think she said that her use of the, you know, the private emails were doing the transition period, going from private to public. But nevertheless, it's uh, I think it's enough to warrant uh, 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 accusation of hypocrisy on the part of the Trump administration. How is Donald Trump going to position this? Do you think? Will people start yelling to lock Ivanka up? Well, some will, but I don't think Democrats are as fervent about that issue as uh, his supporters are in regards to uh, Hillary Clinton. But it, it, it does reek of you know, the hypocrisy. The only thing is that it's, it's par for this administration, and uh, this administration has done a lot of things that are hypocritic uh, hip, you know, in, in, that res- in that respect, a lot of hypocrisy, particularly accusations against the Obama administration and they turn around and do similar things if not worse than what the uh, uh, Obama administration did. Yeah. Uh, now, how is the president going to position this, do you think? To be in all honesty, I, I don't think he has to position it. I don't think his 35 plus percent uh, base really cares about the issue. And I, as I stated, I don't think the Democrats will uh, will press him that much on it. I think it's perhaps just this week's news, but I don't think it has uh, enough legs to carry over into uh, you know, the coming months, or certainly not into 2020. What about the fact that uh, Ivanka's husband, Jared, seemed to get dragged into this? Does that change anything? In all honesty, no. But what will be a game changer and what people are speculating about is the Mueller investigation, if any of the family members are indicted. I think that's what could really be a game changer, as opposed to some of these uh, uh, less uh, salient issues in regards to the emails and and what have you. Will this silence Donald Trump when it comes to bringing up Hillary's emails? Is that issue dead now? No, because that's the nature of Trump. He's uh, hypocritical par excellence. He it doesn't care. There, there is no history as it relates to Donald Trump. He can say something today, uh, contradict himself tomorrow, and turn right around and say something else the next following day. And it's it's almost it's always here and now. There's no historical relevance to 
uh, this president, and particularly in relation to his base and Republicans. Of course, the voters were listening because there was a resounding rejection of him in the uh, midterms, but I don't, I don't think Republicans or his base are listening. What about when it comes to Saudi Arabia and his view on the Khashoggi uh, killing and um, and the fact that he seems to be contradicting what the CIA is reporting? Well, from day one, he's had uh, problems with his intelligence services. But how long can he keep denying uh, what the rest of the world seems to recognize? In all honesty, I hate to sound uh, cliche-ish about it, but this president doesn't have a handle on those type issues. Those type issues aren't any concern to him. He doesn't mind lying or being caught in a lie. He'll just say that's not what he said. He'll just turn around and say something different. Uh, and it's quite evident or quite clear based on the actions of the administration not too long after the assassination came to light. Uh, there was an administration official traveled to Saudi Arabia, uh, pictured with the uh, crown prince as if nothing had happened. And that's par for the Trump administration. It's, it, it's, it's a blatant disregard for the law. However, there's no, it seems to be no one in power as of yet who will, who's willing to do anything about it. We'll see what happens when the Democrats come to power. And at best, what they can do is simply uh, investigate. Because even if they impeach, the Republicans are in control of the Senate, and a conviction is highly unlikely. Right. What about uh, Vice President Mike Pence's view on all of this, and it seemingly conflicting with Trump's? That's an interesting... Uh, Vice presidency. Uh, I don't think Pence and Trump uh, actually have much in common. Uh, Pence has played it close to the best. Uh, if anything, he's probably eyeing a run himself for the presidency after Trump goes off the stage. So he's trying to maneuver in such a way as to be Trump and not be Trump all at the same time. Uh, that being said, it, it, it appears as if uh, today that um, uh, the way that, my, uh, that Vice President Pence was saying that that he was telling repeaters that uh, reporters rather that on that today Trump would be briefed on all of this and then make a decision about where the United States stands. Is that alluding? And I, obviously, we can't put words in his mouth. But is that alluding that well, once he hears all this information, he'll think like the rest of us? Is that what he's saying? In all honesty, that sounds just like what we heard during the campaign, that eventually Trump would pivot and act more presidential. And for people who have been waiting for that, they have been waiting in vain. And if people continue to wait for that, they will continue to wait in vain. This is what we get. What we see is what we get. Uh, no amount of information, particularly from an intelligence source that he does not respect, is going to change his opinion unless he come out and read something on the teleprompter for a minute, but we know how that works. He'll read something and people say, okay, we understand he's acting presidential, and then three hours later he goes back off the cuff and says what he really means about a situation. I think he really uh, supports uh, despots. He really supports strong, quote-unquote, strong men. 
that's what he seems to have respect for, and certainly not, I would even say, our Canadian allies, our European allies. He seems to want to trash all these relationships and cozy up to uh, strongman dictatorships. And basic, and again, Anthony, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but what you're saying and what I'm hearing from you is this is all about the base and none of this matters to them, so this is all going to continue. So what will happen moving forward? Will anything penetrate that base? Will anything tick that base off and, and, and rule him out of favor? Well, what I always say is that any person in power will have supporters, so... I think for us to wait for his supporters to quit supporting him, uh, that's not going to happen. But what has to happen is we have to uh, uh, appeal to those individuals who just took a chance and voted for Trump the last election, but are getting turned off. Uh, independents, uh, more moderate Republicans who are not uh, as strongly tied to the, uh, Trump or his administration, and certainly to see how the Democrats play it. Will they play their hand properly in terms of policy and also investigation, the power of oversight to use it properly? We've talked about this before, Anthony. Uh, are the Dem- are the Democrats are they offering alternatives, or are they just still pointing out the obvious with Trump? I mean, have they have are, are they supplying well, alternatives, or are they just pointing to the obvious? Well, I hear about policy alternatives, uh, we hear about, you know, a jobs bill, we hear about uh, 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 work, uh, highways, you know, getting the highways, uh, money for the highway improvement, all types of policies. We hear about uh, Medicare, Medicaid, making sure those issues are not tampered with because, you no know, uh, Mitch McConnell promised to uh, essentially damage those two institutions. So, so there are policy issues. What is a matter of fact is how those policy issues are played out uh, come next year uh, against the Trump administration. Because right now, president is, is legislation is not really his strong suit. Legislation is weak. He is primarily governing through executive order and through the confirmation process. Hmm. So when it comes to legislation, that's where the Democrats will have the upper hand. It's just that they have to turn the tables back toward legislation as opposed to uh, letting these executive orders go. But unfortunately, uh, the federal court system is beginning to put a halt to some of his executive orders, particularly as it relates to immigration. Uh, in regard to immigration, uh, we're hearing reports that the troops that uh, the president had put along the U.S.-Mexican border uh, in fear of the caravan that was coming are starting to go home. What can you tell us about that? I can tell you that that is, if that's not a blatant signal that his whole uh, aura prior to the election was all about politics, I don't know what is. I, I don't recall ever seeing such a blatant misuse of military and someone being allowed to skirt with it, to get away with it, without calling this person to task. Particularly, uh, you know, on the heel, coming on the heels of Veterans Day here in the United States, uh, to misuse the, the military in such a blatant way, I think is unforgivable. Why would the troops be going home before the caravan has even arrived? The troops would be going home before the caravan even arrived because the caravan poses no threat to the United States and never did. 
all this emerges from the mind of Trump, and he uses it. He believed that that was a wedge issue that could help hold on to the House of Representatives in, in this past election. So how do, Amer- how do Americans, how do Americans uh, process this now, Anthony? Do they realize that, or do they justify it and say, see, we put the troops there, so they've all turned around and gone home? Well, in all honesty, it's, it's two Americans here, the one that supports Trump and the ones that don't. The ones that support Trump don't care, and the ones that don't support Trump have short memories, probably have already moved on to the next issue, and that's... That's American politics. Uh, speaking of the next issue, I'm sure everyone's forgot about this too, but uh, it turns out now that the White House has reinstated uh, Jim Acosta's uh, press credentials from CNN. Uh, how come yeah. that happened? Why didn't this continue on its road? I guess, I, I guess again, uh, the Trump administration can say, well, now we have new rules in place. We can bring them back. Is that the reasoning? Well, they can say that, but there's also a federal judge that ordered uh, that his credentials be given back to him. So if the if the president wants to comply with uh, uh, a federal order from the courts, he had to do that, as opposed to having a standoff on a, a First Amendment issue. Of course, uh, his administration will try to put the best light on it or the best spin on it, but the bottom line is that he ran afoul of the federal courts and, of course, the First Amendment to the Constitution. And even Fox News, which is an avid supporter of Trump, uh, joined in the, uh, with the other uh, press uh, outlets calling for the credentials to be restored. Will this change the mood? Will, isolated himself. will this, cha- will this uh, change the mood in the press corps? Will this, will this change what goes on in those meetings? Well, as you stated, they're trying to institute what they call new rules about asking one question and then moving on to another question. Uh, I think it, it, what it entails is what will the question be and also what will the answer be uh, from the Trump administration. I think the frustration that Acosta showed uh, when he uh, challenged the president was not getting correct information or truthful information uh, in regards to their questions, what they wanted to get answers to. And in some cases, just out, 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 late lies on the part of the administration. Uh, do you, did you think the White House realized that this was going nowhere, that they wouldn't win this? I, I believe so. I, I think uh, the White, if, if Trump doesn't, there are staffers who have an understanding about how policy and how uh, how the government truly functions, and maybe some people are able to to correct uh, the mistakes on the part of administration. But I do believe that if the president had his way, he would continue on in the same in the same manner. So, really, in the end, nothing's changed here. Like you said, this is just another story in, in another news cycle. Uh, next week, if you call, we'll be talking about something different, another <laughs> crisis, <laughs> uh, a, brand, a brand new one that we think, how in the world could this be? How can people not see what's happening and do something about it? And that's basically par for this administration. Unfortunately, I think we have another two years of this. 
Doctor, I talking to you, though. Dr. Anthony Neal has been with us, Department of Political Science, Buffalo State College, and we enjoy talking to you. Anthony, thanks for the time, as always. Much appreciated. Oh, thank you. The Scott Thompson Show, weekdays from noon to 3 on 900 CHML.